This is episode 325 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we're going to explore the concept of desires after leaving diet culture. When we think about desire beyond body size and beauty, what do we desire? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder, your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. We're going to talk about desires today because it's a topic that is very present in my life right now. So as we're recording this, we are in the summer of 2022. I was going to say 2021. We're in the summer of 2022 and I'm working with a coach. And the goal of our relationship, of our time together is to change my relationship to work and to time. And when I decided to hire her, to work with her, what I thought I wanted, like if I express what I wanted was more ease in work and time. And I came to her being a coach, knowing the concept of how we do one thing is how we do everything, which by the way, that was last week's podcast. So go and listen to that. And my approach to work and time was formed from my belief that I'm not enough and life is not enough. But I had yet, in the last 10 years of me working on myself, I'm not yet wanted, had the time, or given any of my resources to working on time and my relationship to work because my priority was my body, food, health, my relationship to myself. And all of that. So at the beginning of the year, when I asked myself, like, what is it that I want? The first thing that came up is more ease with time and work. So I started working with her, I think it was in April. I think it is April. And that's part of the reason why I stopped podcasting in May and June. Because it wasn't easy. And podcasting for me is part of my work. That's my profession is sharing content and information right here for all of you. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't pleasurable. And I wanted it to be fun, easy, and pleasurable. So we decided to stop podcasting. We decided that was one of the things we're going to eliminate from the plate in order for me to have the mental and emotional space to tap in to my desire. And it's been three, four, three, three and a half months now that we're working together and we still have three months. So I'm working with her for a total of six months of one-on-one coaching. And I have to tell you, I'm mind blown. 
I'm mind blown. And every time I hire a coach, I'm mind blown because it is so powerful to have someone else come into your mind and look at your thoughts and be a mirror and show you what you think is just what it is. And like to say, no, actually, you can think about this differently. Like working time does not have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. It actually can be fun and pleasurable. What? <laughs> right? My brain is like, we never ever thought about work and time from that perspective. My What we discovered is my approach to time and work was I have to. I have to do blah, blah, blah. I have to be pressured in time. I have to be not having enough time. And where I want to go, what I'm working on believing right now is I choose to. And that's what a coach helps me do is helps me believe that that is possible for me, that I can choose, that I can have pleasure, that I can have fun. And she holds that possibility for me because everything in my brain, which is the same for you, by the way, we all have a human brain. Everything in our human brain is there to protect us from change and transformation and changing our perspective and changing our beliefs. Like if you let the human brain do the human brain thing, you will stay, I will stay where I am right now, which is work. It's not pleasurable. It's not easy. I have to challenge myself. I have to feel uncomfortable. And that's what coaching does. It helps you hold that space of discomfort in order to create the reality you want to experience. And the other thing that's fascinating working with her, she is not from my world. She's not an intuitive eating person. She's not a body image person. Like she is not from my world, completely different place from me. Yet what she's teaching me, what she's coaching me is parallel to intuitive eating and body image. It is so fascinating. And this is why I want to talk about desire today, because what I realize or what I was reminded of working with her on my own desire towards time and work is also what I see my audience, my client struggle with when it comes to their desire. Many people that I work with have a great difficulty knowing what they want. And that might be you too, right? If I ask you, what is it that you want? Especially, especially for women like us that have spent a lifetime desiring and being 100% focused on changing our body and our appearance and holding back, living a life we desire because we hadn't yet achieved the beauty or the standard we wanted with our body. And what I will tell you very shortly, that false desire that we want to be thin takes all the space mentally and emotionally, and we have no resources left to bother asking ourselves the question, what else do I desire in my life? Because We're not allowing ourselves to live our life to be happy until that body size and that beauty standard is achieved. So what's the point of even like asking what is it that we want when we think we can't get it 
because we haven't achieved the standards. So I'm going to talk about for the rest of the podcast about true desire versus false desire. And I want you to think of true desire as desire operating from a place of love and desires that lead you to be the highest version of yourself, the person you are meant to be. That it is that you believe in God or spirituality is irrelevant, but that higher version of yourself, I see it as this religion or God-driven or spiritual version of yourself that is in alignment with your value of how you see the world, that highest version of yourself that lives and operate and contributes to the human experience from a place of love. False desire, or I often refer to them as desire errors, are from a place of fear. They're from a place of lack, from a place of avoiding suffering or relieving suffering. And that's what we did when we chase the smaller body, right? We avoided, we wanted to avoid judgment from others, self-criticism, shame. And we thought, we had a thought error that said the only way to be happy is to be smaller. Therefore, I want to be happy. I have to be smaller, right? So that was a false desire. That was an error in desire. We thought that's what we wanted, but really what we were chasing is avoiding the suffering and living from a place of fear. False desires are also, as we've experienced with the thin ideal, very influenced by social construct. It's not really what you want, is what social constructs, society want for you. And again, the thin ideal fits perfectly into that. It's not what you are wanting is what society tells you you need to want and to be in order to be happy, right? The other angle I want you to think about false desire is also from your families of origin, whatever that is for you, how you were raised, very often we misconstrued what we think we want with what our family of origin wants for us or what our families of origin value system is and their collective desire. We think that because we're coming from this family unit, we must contribute or want the same thing. We don't question it. And in part, we don't question it because we've never practiced self-development or growth or thinking outside of the box. So all we see is what we're being reflected in our families of origin. So we think that's what we want. That's a big one for many of us until we get into the world of self-development and asking deeper question and questioning life in general and society in general. Here's another big one. If you currently have a list of desire and you already are like, I know what I want, I know what my life wants to be, check in to make sure that 
none of your desire starts by, I should, blah, blah, blah. I have to, blah, blah, blah. I must, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) All of that is false desire. They're from a place of obligation. They're from a place of, I have to conformity is a big one. We'll talk about that next. But this, where we want to achieve safety through what we think is our desire, which is in fact our false desire, just operating from fear. When we seek desire that I categorize as false desire here, what we're really chasing is safety and conformity, right? And particularly, again, so relevant to all of us with the thin ideal, we were chasing the safety from shame and criticism by conforming, right? I have another concept that's called false confidence, right? When you're feeling confidence, but as soon as you gain weight, you don't feel confident anymore. What you thought was confidence was never confidence. That was conformity. That was the safety of conformity that you were experiencing, not confidence, because confidence is independent of anything external to you. It's a feeling you create within you. So the same thing here, you're chasing safety through your false desire and particularly conformity when it comes to beauty or size standards. I have another great example of that that I personally had to shed. I had to shed this false desire was this concept of having achieved my life through the size of my house, the kind of car I was driving, the amount of money I was making. My whole like 15 years in the corporate world was chasing the safety of what other people thought by what I was exuding externally, by the things I was owning, the amount of money I was making. I was chasing safety to the conformity to society standard when it comes to money and possession. That's another great example of false desire. When we desire from a place of fear, you also will feel a sense of urgency. When you are in false desire, getting there, accomplishing your desire, getting your desire is urgent. (laughs) Like it's a matter of quote life or death because right now, when you don't have this desire in your life, you feel unsafe, you don't feel good, you don't feel happy, and you believe that you will be happy and safe once you get that thing, that false desire. This is what I call dirty goals. When your goals or your desire are tied around your safety or around making you feel better, I call that dirty goals, false desire, dirty desire could all be the same thing. Because what you're truly chasing is not the highest expression of yourself, but you're chasing just basic human safety. I'm saying all of that to you because it's so relevant to all of us who spent decades believing that false desire were our true desire. So what do we do now? (laughs) Like, when like we thought we knew how to find our desire is actually just false desire. So what do we do? Number one, we accept that what we thought were our true desire 
We're just, in fact, a desire of safety, of conformity. And that's okay. I mean, that a basic human need is to be safe. So if we had the misconception that the only way we could be safe was through these false desire, then it's totally okay. Let's have some compassion for ourselves. Let's meet ourselves with compassion. Number two, I want you to think about is, so do I want to explore my true desire and what they could be? And am I willing to pursue the journey of bringing these desire into my life? Those are two very important questions. I call that self-consent. You have to consent to pursue this desire and to want to know what those desires are. And if the answer is yes, if you want to bring your true desire to your awareness and you want to bring them to life, then the number one thing you need to do is to cultivate safety. The expression of your desire, your awareness to your desire will only come up into your mind if you are feeling safe. And that's such a profound thing to understand. If we are anxious, if we are constantly in fear, for sure your brain, your highest version of yourself will not bring desire because right now you're in survival mode. So if that's you, let's get yourself out of survival. Let's process the fear. Let's figure out what makes you anxious. Let's like process through that. And for many women in our community, that's the kind of the first groundwork that needs to be done, which is regulating the relationship to food, working through the desire to lose weight, create safety through body neutrality. And then then we can tap into the true desire that we have for our life. We can hear them, we can feel them, and we can trust ourselves to be able to bring them to life. The other thing of that needs to happen in order for you to tap into your true desire and bring them to life is releasing the false desire, right? So if you're still in the pursuit of fear-based desire, that's okay. That's totally normal. I have compassion for you. You need to have compassion for yourself. That simply means that you're not safe. That's all. So bring safety and then release these false desire. And the number one way to release false desire is allowance. And that's what we do in intuitive eating, right? We allow for the desire to eat, we allow for the binging, we allow for the emotional eating, we allow for all of this because that's how we can release these false desire, which by the way, rebellious eating is a false desire. It's a misunderstanding in the brain that by eating a lot of food or certain food, like that rebellious eating behavior, we're gonna feel safer, right? It's just a rewiring we need to do in the brain to disconnect safety from food. So allow these false desire to be there. Have compassion for yourself. If you're still desiring to shrink your body and to lose weight, you will never rid yourself of this desire by hating yourself for having this desire. Think about that for a minute. The more you criticize yourself for having the desire to lose weight, the more you will feel unsafe. 
And the more you will seek the safety of conformity to your body in order to just plainly live a safe life. So you have to love yourself to your desire to lose weight. You have to bring safety to this desire in order for this desire to go away. I know that's a brain breaker here, but that's the only way you can do, you can move through those false desire. When we think about false desire, we also talk about things beyond body and food. We can talk about any form of addiction, drinking, drug usage, sexual habits, pornography, like all these things are false desire and they're there for a reason. They're there to bring safety, to numb from suffering. So if that's anything that's around you as well, it's the same path to releasing yourself from these false urges and desire. It's through compassion and love. So I'm going to close this off. I've walked you through false desires, true desire, how to hear your true desire, how to move yourself through your false desire so you can have the space and the resources to pursue your true desire. I want to leave us with a quote. You probably have seen that a lot. It's a quote directed to women, and it says something like this. You were not put on this planet to lose weight. But unfortunately for many of us, that's what we thought life was about, right? Controlling our body. What I want to suggest to you or invite you to think about through this podcast is that us as human are designed for full expression of the human experience. That means our true desire. That means living a life that feels safe, that is calm, and that is lived in peace. That's why we are here. That's why we are on this planet to live the human experience, which comes through our true desire. I often talk in my coaching about living from your future self. Not by being unhappy right now with your now self and holding yourself back from living your life until you get to your future self. That's not what living from your future self means. Living from your future self is meaning to bring who you want to become, who you want to be, the desire you want to express into the world into today's reality. Bring your future self in the reality of this moment and be grateful for what you have now. Be grateful for your relationship to food now. Be grateful for your body now. Live from a place of neutrality and respect for your body now. You will never get to your, quote, future self from hating your current reality. So you must cultivate gratefulness for what is right now and living, making decision from the version of yourself you want to create and bring into this world. And that's what happened when we relieve ourselves from the false desire. We create that space to be able to live from our future self 
and create safety for this reality of living from our future self. So trust yourself. Trust yourself in the pursuit of those desires. Trust yourself that it is the right thing for you. That's what you were meant to bring into this world, to express into this world, is your true desire. And it's going to feel scary. And that's okay. Because part of the journey is learning to process your emotion and being okay with being scared, but scared from a place of excitement. Scared from a place of, oh my God, I can't believe it's actually going to happen. I'm going to bring this to life in my life now. That's what I'm working on in my relationship to work and time. And it's becoming a reality very quickly. Like my work is becoming pleasurable and it's becoming easy. I'm enjoying recording the podcast the way I'm doing it now and the way I have it scheduled in my calendar and the topic I'm talking about. I'm passionate about it. Your true desire will be the same thing for you. I love you and I'll see you on the next podcast. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tools that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better and create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to stephaniedoze.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.